May, your computer section will have been set up, and so the children will go to their senior section. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, we appreciate you. And I will talk to us more about the other announcement. The question, my topic today will be a question. Do you know yourself? Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Let's read this scripture, then I'll pray. Matthew 8, 18 to 22. As you are looking for it, just whisper to somebody beside you. Do you know yourself? Hallelujah. Some of you don't even know yourself, I'm sure. You know, when you look, when you go into counseling, no counselor teach you anything new. Counselors don't teach you anything new. They probe you to discover yourself. That's what counseling is all about. And that is the challenge where you go for counseling for somebody who doesn't know more than you. They probe you into what and put you in a direction that you don't want to go. In the book of Matthew chapter 8, 18, I'm going to read it to 22. Hallelujah. Now when Jesus saw great multitude about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. 19. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee wherever you go. The next, and Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes. That's where the foxes live. They live inside holes. And the birds of the air have nests. But the son of man that you want to follow had nowhere to lay his head. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, Suffer me to go and bury my father. And our next and our last verse says, But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Father, we ask for grace to understand your word. Teach us from above. Bless us indeed. Bless the young, bless the old. Transform our life with your message today. In Jesus' majestic name we pray. In the verse 21, 22, if you look at it, Jesus seems not to have compassion for that disciple. The disciple said, oh, Jesus, I want to follow you, but let me go and bury my father and my, uh, my father, I think he said. But Jesus said to him, just come, follow me. Let the dead bury their dead. That look harsh. Am I right? Somebody said, my daddy just died. Let me go and bury then I will follow you. And the master said, hey, just follow me. Let the dead bury their dead. Now, Jesus was never in record attended any burial ceremony. Because the ones he attended, he woke the dead up. Do you follow what I'm saying? So, he, he has no compassion for the dead. He does not possibly believe in it. He sees it as a stage of sleeping. Hallelujah. I want us to look at the theory or the philosophy or the theology of resurrection. I said, do you know yourself as a matter too? 
Jesus knew who he was. Jesus knew he, who he was before he even started preaching. He knew who he was even before he came to the scene. The question is this, until you know who you are, struggle continues. You all have a life that is meant to live in a peculiar way. Can I repeat it? You have a life that you need to live it in a unique way. Let, let me give you an example in this church. Mama Beauty, the way I expect our children to live may be different from the way I expect my children to live. So when she grow up, he begin to say this, 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 this. Uh, Sister Ngozi has a way he wants the boys to live. And he begin to guide them based on that. Each of us, we have a peculiar way to live our life. Now, I'm just giving the micro-family unit. But in life and in destiny, there's a way you're supposed to live your life. If you live your life in the right way, you enjoy it. If you live it in the other way, then it's either you don't understand how to live, and you are just living it the way you like. When you have not discovered yourself, you live life anyhow. If you have not discovered yourself, you live anyhow. That is why a 26, 28, 20, 30 year old still wake up and have no direction. Don't blame them. 40, 50, wake up, they have no direction. The day you discover who you are, who you are begin to mentor where you go. It begin to dictate your life, how you invest it. Because whatever you don't invest, you cannot invest. Can I repeat that same word? Whatever you don't invest, you cannot invest. If you don't invest into your life properly, you cannot invest anything good. When people are alive without discovering themselves, God believes they are dead. Any man living a life without purpose, God sees them as not existing. And that is why you will see at times parents get wind up, parents get agitated when they look at their children and say, I expect you to have discovered yourself. Am I talking to somebody? I expect you to live life in this way. You don't just wake up and or, or you don't wake up and live in my house on a Sunday morning and you say you are going to football feed. I, am I talking to somebody? You don't wake up on Monday morning and your mate are dressing up to go to school. You say you want to sleep more. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's 7, 8 o'clock. You, you open PlayStation and you are playing PlayStation when all your mates are running to the catch the bus to school. It's a sign of purposeless life. Am, am I talking to somebody? Those, okay, those of you who went to school in the proper way, we didn't go to school. Uh, when you went to university, was there a light? Uh, 
Did anybody in your school have PlayStation? But nowadays, you see people go to university. Lecture is going on their, on their PlayStation. Am I right? And young people should tell me. Those who school properly, not those of us who went for Angover School. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus looked at this man and said, when he was talking to them, he said, foxes live in hole. Bird live in their nest. He said, but the son of man has a purpose and it's not about habitation. It's not about where I live. He said, I am controlled by my purpose. We are in a season, please listen. We are in a season where people copy each other. We are in a season where people follow the crowd. We are in a season where people do what others are doing. Oh, this career is, is making money. People run to it. Without discovering themselves. Hallelujah. How on earth will I be a telephone receptionist? Me. Hello. Hi. There's something I can't do. I'm at a, the church is too cold for me today. Am I on my own? Daddy, can you do a telephone receptionist? He cannot. But arrange machine computer on his front. He will not remember he has no eating. So if he pick something that doesn't align with his wiring, am I talking to somebody? Eh? We are, when we were having the church meetings, we were talking of who we manage the food bank. Eh? Some people went to suggest, we say, hey, okay, when one person, we said no. Before I said no, some people said no. Because those of you said no, why? You know the way she was wired is not in tune. It's not in tune with food bank. There are two people you will not put there. The two of them that are on the extreme part. When you discover who you are, it makes you more powerful. When you discover who you are, when this, you discover how God has made you, it makes you more powerful. Following friend is like the dead burying the dead. Following the crowd is like Dead, burying the dead. Hallelujah. You know, we always say something. There are so many also ran. You know the people they call also ran. Oh, I heard them running. I also run. It's like when you hear Nigeria. Hey, up Nepal, everybody begin to run. <laughs> Some run for no reason. Some are running to go and iron their clothes. Some are running to go and charge their phone. But you have no purpose. Maybe you have generator and they are running and you are still running. Why are they running? They also run. We have them. We are people who follow the crowd. Understand who you are. One of the things that make Jesus so powerful from a, from, from a zero is the discovery of who he was. And he keep on walking on who he was. Even as a child to Two parents that he has more divinity higher than their level is submitted to them and he's going to the temple and was still studying. 
when you discover yourself, it gives you the ability to be bigger than all you think you are before. Let's look at two scripture. John 10, 17. I'm going to read two of it, 17 and 18. John 10, 17. Hallelujah. Therefore does, does my father love me. Look at what he said. He said, therefore does my father love me. Because I laid down my life that I might take it again. He said, I know I need to die. I know I will lay it down. There is a promise that I will take it again. He said, no man take it from me. He said, it's a decision I take to lay it down. No, but I lay it down myself, myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. What did you receive of your father? Don't run your life on emotion. Don't run your life on this is what is raining. What did you receive from the father? What has God told you? What is, what is the direction of your life? Give me John 5, 26. John 5, 26. Am I talking to somebody today? John 5, 26 says, For as the Father has life in himself, so are the given to the Son to have life in himself. So God, the Father, has life in himself. And he has given to the Son to have life in himself. And he has given you also for you to have life in yourself. You can't follow the trend of Jesus. Um, well, don't let me use the word trend. You can't follow the way the life Jesus lived and say you want to go to go, go to, to die. It is not given to you to do that. It was given to Jesus to go to Gogota and die. And he did it and he paid the price for every one of us. So the price of that has been paid. What price do you need to pay? Your price paying is not for the death of everybody. It's not for the sin of everybody. But your price you will pay is for the purpose that God has called you to be. Listen to me. The choir, a little twinkling. Do we see the result? Just a little twinkling. Four, five hours, this church was arranged on, fr on Friday. Did we see the result? We saw it. You don't just wake up and be somebody, have life in you. As a father, you must have a purpose for your family. As a mother, you must have a purpose for your family. As a child in the house, you must have a purpose. A first son has a purpose for the family. The last son has a purpose. They, have, they play two different roles. One Sunday, I'm going to explain the difference between the two. So when you are, when you are the first son, is a big body or first daughter. First daughter is more bodysome than first son. First son will dodge it when they marry. You know I'm married now. But you see the first daughter, they carry your family in their head. And then there's a burden of the last son or the last girl. Everybody has a purpose to fulfill. 
if you are the only son in the family, there's a big responsibility on you. But I, we are not talking about that. I'm talking of living a life of purpose. There are four things you should seek to know. Every one of us. There are four things, including youth. Put this down if you are like it. There are four things you need to seek to know in life. Number one, who you are. Identify who you are. Hallelujah. Number two, the way you are wired. We are wired differently. Hallelujah. If you look at Pastor Sam, I've never seen him angry. He may be angry inside, but he will compose himself with the anger. It's not going to display it. Some people just, just wind them small. You don't need to wind it full. Wind them small. They will open radio. Television station will close. You understand? They are wired. You must know how you are wired. Because in the journey of life, if you don't know how you are wired, you will not know how to react to situations. So, when you understand who you are, how you are, you are able to deal with the effect of things that hang around you. Hallelujah. Some of you are students, you'll be students, some are still studying, studying or studying, whatever you call it. <laughs> some are lastminute.com. If you are lastminute.com, say yes. Some, the day they give them assignment, they will almost complete it. They review it over and over and over before the submission. Hallelujah. Those who do that say, ouch. So nobody does that. It is, ah, Jesus. So understand the way you are wired. The way you are wired also include the way you function in church. Some people cannot be usher the way they wire. You are doing mess, messy, they will throw you out of church. They say, oh, get out, get out, get out. Get when you sort yourself out, you can come back in. Uh, have you not seen some ushers like that? They call them Kogbagbere usher. You mess around the church, you say, oh, auntie, auntie, shift, 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 shift. But you see some people, you're welcome, God bless you. They will help you carry the baby, they, your shoe, your shoe, they will carry everything, follow you, sit you down. Some people are wired for that. Some people will smile, even they were in pain. Those are wired for ushering. Some people, when they sing, angels are singing. You sleep, so you hear that voice, you wake up. Those are wired for choir. Some, even that's why the fact you, are, you want to sing, you are not wired to sing. Sit down in the congregation. Because when you start from key C, you go to F before we know it, you are in A. And you confuse the keyboards and the drummer together, and the old church will stand to look at you. Because you are not wired. Number three, your personal ability. Every one of us have some personal ability that help our purpose. Hallelujah. Listen, if you see Pastor, I mean, yes, Pastor, Pastor Akin teaches Sunday school. He's so exceptional about it. His ability to explain, his ability to carry the church, even, even if he's doing, uh, 
announcement, it will tell you, look at somebody, uh, appreciate what they wear, is a trait of a good teacher. So, his ability to do it is there. Do you know your own ability? Do you know your own ability? Bracky can sing. Have I've seen him sing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The last one. Number four. The purpose of your life. What is the purpose of your life? Why are you here? Your purpose is higher than your life. The reason why you are living is higher than being alive. If you are not pursuing your purpose in life, it's better to be dead. Your purpose is bigger than the money in your account. Because if you don't fulfill purpose, that money will be wasted. Hallelujah. Your life will not be delayed if you discover a reason to live. Many of us suffer delay in life. Because we have not discovered the reason to be alive. Give me 1 John 3, 8. I'm, I'm rounding up. My time is first, man. 1 John 3, 8. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, that's the purpose of Jesus. The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. So, Jesus came with a purpose to destroy sin. And in destroying that sin, his blood must be shed. Because the Bible said, without the shedding of the blood, there's no remission for the sin. So, he, he knows his purpose. So when John was asking, are you here or is to come? He said, go and show him what you have seen. I am following my own purpose. John is the one who ran away from his purpose. And when John ran away from his purpose and ran to the palace, his purpose was to be in the wilderness, eating white honey. His head was caught in the palace. It was not meant to be in the palace. You must take Life with purpose. And I mean, this is not a career talk or whatever. Understand with me, everybody, please. Don't be too angry with me for this. Many of us are doing a job we don't like because we just came to London. Can I repeat that? You are doing the job that is available. But the moment God said to you, Pursue your passion. Do I repeat? Pursue your passion. Don't take a job because the job is available. Don't take a job because he paid the most. Do a job based on your purpose in life. Understanding the purpose of our life free us from confusion. It free us from confusion. The work we do 8 to 5 is not a job to complain. Hallelujah. Uh, they are treating us badly. They are doing the, you, are, you are not happy, you are not happy. And the main reason is because it is not in line with your purpose. Hallelujah. Mm. 
life can be scattered in different directions. A few weeks ago, I, I think I, I mentioned it. I said, your eyes need to be singled. If your eyes is not singled, and your eyes is here and there, then you don't have a purpose for life. It's like people going into a relationship. Don't try a relationship that you know it will not work. Can I remove my glasses to say that? Don't try a relationship that you know, you know this will not work. Don't, ma- girls, listen, those of you young, hear it from now. Don't marry a man because he has his sparkle. See, spark is not good behavior. Uh, is it life? See, spark is tall, is handsome, is lanky, is fat, is robust. May not fulfill purpose. Oh. Can I shock you, Delazo, that you met a boy in church does not mean he's born again. That a girl attend church does not mean he doesn't do cups at night. Huh? Huh? What did, what did, what did, what did my daughter say? I know more. I know who I, I, I. Is there anybody here who doesn't know what Duke is all about? There is no man on earth that God gives everything. None of us have it all. And that is why you need to understand your own purpose. For this church to grow, for this church to do the assignment God has given to us, every one of us needs to act in our purpose. Imagine as a senior pastor, I came this morning, I'm the usher. They want to, they want to play keyboard, I stand there, bleh, 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 bleh. and at the same time, I'm telling the Sunday school teacher, this is how to do it. There are things I don't get myself involved with again. And I'm, tr- I'm trusting God to not get involved with anything, just concentrate on my own purpose. Hallelujah. Because, listen, at the end of the day, God will judge every one of us who. That when God will flog me, you will not be there. If I need to get it and I pray, I will not get flogged. Hallelujah. Distraction is a great devil. Distraction is a great devil. Avoid distraction with all means. One of the things Jesus did was to avoid distraction. He knew where he was going. He knew what he wanted to do. When they told him Lazarus was there, he said, leave him, he was sleeping. He said, for the glory of the Lord to be shown. So he, he wanted to show the glory there to let them know, I told you I will die and wake up. I can wake somebody up who was dead. So everything he was doing was in line with his purpose. Are you living in line with your purpose? Destruction is a great devil. Destruction will kill you. When your eyes is not single, you are not serving God. One of the problems I have with musicians, keyboardist, drummer, is when they drum around in churches. And some of them have gone to drum their destiny away on altar they should not step into. 
people have sang on altar that drain all the energy of God in them. Not all church are Christ's church. I repeat, there are so many demonic altars in the name of church. People are too selfish. People think too much of themselves that they will do anything to gather people and to drain their energy. Be careful. In your serving God, in your purpose of God, get direction. Since then, God no one young man sings so beautifully. One day, I sat with a great man of God who will be doing his birthday at the end of this month. And we're talking to him. Which church do you attend? Is there anyone that come up? How will you be a worship leader? And you attend any church that come up? I must feed my family. If your purpose of leading, leading worship in church is about money, you miss it too. If it's about faith, you miss it too. Then you are following the trend of uh, your, do we call that your uncle? Uncle Satan. Lucifer, grandpa. It is only the purpose that connects men to God. It is only your purpose that connects men to God. Listen, if your purpose is to sweep the church, sweep it with smile. If your purpose is to wash the toilet, the day you get there and somebody do number two and a half and did not clean it up, clean it with smile. It is your purpose that connects you to God. Listen to me. The Bush family, God gave them the promise. Presidency of America will not leave their family because they clean chapels. They are in White House as president. They still sneak to clean the chapel. If president is cleaning church, and you sit in church, somebody is cleaning, you raise your leg up. How I wish God would do like African mother. As big as our king is, if mama is sweeping and you raise your leg up, you will tell your wife, the reason why, <laughs> let me leave the rest. <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh? Which one is error there? The slap or the raising of the leg? The raising of the leg is the error. Hallelujah. If you discover your life purpose, it will reveal who you are. It doesn't have to be big. The moment you are serving on purpose, it will reveal who you are. Love, mercy begin to radiate around you because you are serving in your purpose. The, very few times do God call people by name. And when God call people by name, it's either they are doing what they're supposed not to do and God wants to change their direction. When God called Moses, Moses was not doing what he was doing. Moses has settled to be a shepherd and God said, no, this is the direction. Go and check the whenever God calls people by name, He's giving them instruction of what to do. Listen, there are differences between God investing in us and what we are able to produce from what God invests in us. Can I repeat that? There's a difference between the God investing in us 
and what we produce with what God invested in us. Uh, I want to give example. Okay. For example, some people understand sounds. Hmm? Daddy, uncle, dear. If, uh, if you have not sung with a choir, if you start singing now, they will discover your key. Am I right? Is that possible? And they will start playing. That is God invested in them. What did they use that investment for? Do they use the investment to, to project the word of God or just to project them? Hmm? Ah, do, do, do we follow? Ungozi can sing. Does he come to the altar with he has the ability to sing? What does he do with it? Does he come arrogantly? If I don't sing, nobody else will sing. I've had in the past, they say if this man preach, nobody else preach. And he's not preaching anymore. Mama, you understand the example? Everybody say, oh, if this man of God preach, nobody preach again. He's still alive, but he's not preaching. Because they alluded the ability to him. They ascribe the ability to him and not to the service God enable it for. If you go to Harvard and you don't do anything with Harvard, they will not enlist you in the record of those who attend Harvard. Harvard is one of the universities before they enlist you as an alumni. You must be functioning with the certificate. Hallelujah. Their own is like marriage certificate. Marriage certificate is what they give you, uncle. Marriage certificate is what they give you the day you marry. Then you now start school. After the certificate, I'll be bragging. Mama, Mama is laughing. Marriage certificate is different from other certificate. Too. The day you marry, you have not, you have not done, that is the day you are doing a, a, a romance. It's not trial and error. They give you the certificate. Okay, go to school now. God help you to have a wife who is a good teacher. What your mama didn't teach you, she will teach you. All I don't take this from anybody. Later you sit down. What will you do? You will sit down. Have you passed up? The way they start, your mom will tell you to go and watch me. Mom, I'm tired. The way women will start to tell you. Honey, you know, I'm feeding your baby. The, the sink is full. It, will not, it didn't tell you to go and wash. The Reverend Father that did counseling for me, he used one trick on me. And he said, he said, bro, I said, it was my senior in the seminary. He said, bro, he said, I am sorry. Say, say, I'm sorry. Father, I didn't do anything. He said, say, I am sorry. I said, okay, Father, I'm sorry. I said, okay, you are ready to marry. Marriage is a school you didn't do anything. 
But Henry, you must apologize. You didn't do anything. You will do, you, I'm sorry, Philip. You will be crying. What? <laughs> what did I do that am I might say sorry? Okay, I've accepted your sorry. What did you accept my sorry for? They won't tell you. Children, are you hearing? That's marriage. Let's read this. I'm rounding up. Sorry. Luke 12, 13. Are we getting anything from this message? What is the purpose why you are alive? Jesus understood his purpose. That was why he's dead on the cross, making many twelve today. That was why what he did on Thursday, when he broke the bread on Thursday, they still celebrate it all around the world as a Monday, Thursday, till tomorrow. That was why the journey he made to the cross is still celebrated around the world as station of the cross. That was why Friday is regarded as the day he was crucified because he understood his purpose. He understood his purpose. He lived out his purpose. Do you understand your own purpose? Here he says, and one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he defied inheritance with me. Next verse. Next verse. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? This is not why I, I didn't come to set you family quarrel. I didn't come to set you inheritance. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of things which he possessed. It is not about what you have. It's about who you are. All protected life are life that live long. Don't live your life carelessly. Okay, I told you four things that make you to know who you are. What are the four things that connect you to people? They are almost in line. Four things that connect you to people. Number one is who you are. Some people, everybody just love them. They can smile. You know, there are some people, their smile in this church will just affect you. Hallelujah. Uh, Sister Mercy, Sister. Uh, you know those who smile in the church? Uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. Who else? Grandma smile. Sister Bing Pay also smile. But can Fran and the Fran can send you out of the house. <laughs> he does it too very well. It, one of the best commanders we have in this church will be Sister Bimpe. Don't worry, when we start the drama team. Number two, your personal ability. Hallelujah. When they put you on the drum, you will know you don't have the ability. Your leg will be shaking, your mouth will be shaking. Number three, what you are born to fulfill your purpose in life. Those are things that connect you with people. The very Sunday Baralani stepped into this church, you know the ability he proposed. And he was not ready to drop that purpose under the, under, uh, under the carpet. And the number four that connects you to people is the way you are wired. Some, of us, some people may remain in this church for 20 years and they will have no friend. Am I right? Some will call me the day they call me. Everybody will have their number. 
<laughs> no. There are some people. Because they, they are just cheerful. They are just helpful. Some people may bring their car to church. Nobody will even want to join you. Some people, their car will be overloaded. Some people will still be saying, can I follow you? They just want to share a few moments with them. Connect with people that have related purpose with you. Connect with people that their purpose in life is connected to you. Jesus was connected to John the Baptist. Because John the Baptist was the forerunner. John the Baptist was the one to foretell where he's going. Jesus also connected to Moses and Elijah and the month of transfiguration. Moses and Elijah came from heaven to meet with him. And John and Peter followed him from the physical. So it was month of transfiguration was where he was connecting the divinity with the earthly realm. And it was there as the connecting point. So who are you connected to? My question with you today, do you know your purpose in life? If you know your purpose, what are you doing about it? Do you know what God has called you to do in this assembly? As small as we are, or as big as we are. Do you know it? What is the call of God for your life? Then when we go career-wise, are you actually functioning the career God has called you to function? Or you are just doing it because salary must be, or bill must be paid. But life is beyond bills. As soon as you settle through your financial crisis issue, begin to look at what is my purpose. I grew up and I school in Africa. The only job I did in Nigeria that I enjoyed was teaching. Was it the most best paid? No. But that is what gave me joy. Seeing children growing up, seeing them fulfilling purpose. One, I mean, when I first came into this country, I, I, I was with my wife, and one lady came, grabbed me, picked me up. Jesus. Marriage, close. The lady picked me up. Hello, sir. Jesus, if you want to disgrace me, why here? I didn't know her. And he said, oh, yeah, that's how you don't remember me. I said, I don't remember. He said, you are my teacher. I said, okay, okay, calm, I calm down, daddy. And he said, oh, and I said, ah, we're school. When he mentioned his, he now said, Uncle D. Ah, this is one of mine. <laughs> hey, how you doing? He grab me again. Ignore that I have a wife around me. She came in, she was already managing the business of her dad and came in to, to do her MBA here in London School of Business. And that's the joy I have. And when God slides me back into ministry, the joy I have is to see people progressing. When I see, okay, I know, okay, I know Big Bay, I know Dede was born, and I'm seeing Big Bay now. I'm seeing the same girl that was born then. Where is she now? I can't find her in the church. Uh -huh. And I'm seeing the big girl she has become. Those transformation. That's a purpose I enjoy looking at. 
It's not the preaching that's important to me. It's the transformation that takes place in your life. It's the way God takes you from point A to point B and transforms you ex extremely. So when I look into the church and I say, yes, thank God for this man. Thank God for that woman. Thank God for that girl. My joy is... That's a purpose. What is your purpose? If God has given you the ability to sing, how many people leave church thanking God for your life? If God gives you the ability to be the media people, how many people leave church and thanking God? Oh, if not, that brother is there. If God has given you the ability to be the usher, what, how many people are thanking God for you being an usher? If you are altar melody, how many people come into church and say, wow, the church altar was transformed today. Are you fulfilling your purpose? Jesus came, he fulfilled his purpose. He lived his life to the full. He enjoyed where they need to enjoy. So it's not about you enjoying your life or not, but it's about living life to purpose in the midst of enjoyment. Let's rise on our feet today. Thank you so much. Let's rest. I want you to just ask God. Lord, I want to live a purposeful life. I don't want to just live an ordinary life. Lord, speak to me today. I want you to just talk to God. Talk to I, Lord, I want to live a purposeful life. I don't want to just live an ordinary life. Just talk to God today. Everyone just talk to God. Help me, Lord, to live a fulfilling life. Help me to live a purposeful life. Help me to live a life where I live a mark, a good mark that people will see. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Pray one prayer, just one major prayer for yourself. You are going to pray every power of forces that does not want me to fulfill purpose. Listen to me, many of us want to do well, though. But there's those elements that doesn't allow it. Eh? London is one. Many of you want to serve God with all your heart. Your employer is a factor. Hallelujah. Many of you want to do something. You don't even know how to start. There are power that's do it. I want you to cry to God. Lord, help me to live purposeful life. Say with me, my father, my father. My father, my father, every power, every forces that is acting against me, that is acting against my purpose, Lord, my father, help me to crumble it today. I want to live a purposeful life. I want to live a purposeful life for you. I want to live a purposeful life for my family. Most especially, I want to live a purposeful life for myself. Open your mouth, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. In Jesus' majestic name we pray.
And Lord and our Father, I pray for your children. Let their purpose begin to speak from now. Whatever is blocking them from fulfilling destiny, from fulfilling purpose, Jehovah, remove it today in the name of Jesus. Let your mercy speak for them. This is our month of mercy. Let mercy pull us from the crowd and take us to where we are going. Let mercy make us to stand out. Thank you, mighty Father. We worship you, adore you. In Jesus' majestic name, we pray. Let's put hands together for Jehovah. Our God is good. Uh, let's sit.